0: Texco Green is a little different, on it? No, you missed the days when I was gripping on it. No, you're in a house and I just thinking on it. If you missed it, Drake released a new album on Friday very quietly. It's called Honestly Never Mind, and that song is called Texco Green. And funnily enough, Android uh, sent out an official video of that. It's uh, an explainer video uh, saying that, look, uh, Apple, you could fix this problem. And it relates to the go Green. So here to talk about it, Carmi Levier, tech expert and journalist, joins the show. Uh, Carmi, welcome to the program. First of all, uh, w- what exactly is Texco Green about?
1: Well, you know, anyone who has an iPhone knows what it looks like. When you're texting with someone who has an, an someone else who has an iPhone, their text bubbles are blue. And if you're texting with someone who has an Android phone, their text bubbles are green. And the long and the short of it is, is that Apple uses a different standard. It's called iMessage, and it it is a richer standard. It supports encryption. It supports uh, read receipts. You can see when someone is replying to you; those bubbles kind of bounce on the screen. Um, and but when you communicate with someone who is on Android, you see green, and they don't have access to all of these features. It's almost like a stripped down version of messaging because it doesn't support all the Apple technology creates a bit of a stigma. It's like, oh my God, you have a green bubble? Uh, the people who have Android phones feel kind of inadequate when they're communicating with people who have iPhones. And so Apple is basically winning the messaging war. They have better technology and Google is uh, essentially trying to convince Apple to let it in, to allow Android phones to communicate on the same level with iPhones so that they don't lose access to things like read receipts and they don't downgrade Mm -hmm. group chats whenever an Android phone joins the the chat. Uh, They're basically trying to level the playing field by getting Apple to throw them a bone. They develop this new technology. They want Apple to essentially hand it over to them on a plate.
0: So is there an advantage for Apple to do that? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh no not at all i mean you know any company the only time this has ever happened in consumer product history where a company invented something that was so revolutionary that it would change the world and then literally gave it away was volvo the, when you get into your car next time take a look at the three-point seatbelts on your car volvo invented those And rather than keep the technology to itself, they said, you know what, this is so important. It's gonna save so many lives. We're gonna give it to everyone. So they made it available for free to every other car manufacturer. The rest of course is history, but consumer products don't work that way. Generally speaking, and Apple has in iMessage, they've created something that is proprietary to iPhones that differentiates iPhones from everything else that gives you and me a reason to buy an iPhone because it's better than the alternative. And so now that Apple has the advantage and they've got this kind of built in differentiating technology, why would they give that up? It's I'm generally not a fan of companies Mm. going their own way of not using open standards. But in this case, Apple invented a better mousetrap. They don't owe that better mousetrap to Google or to anyone else. And if Google wants to wants to up its game, they're going to have to up their technology, not get it from Apple.
0: But, you know, you mentioned Vovo and how they're responsible for that three-point seatbelt and how they decided to share that. And they didn't have to, Um, but it must have helped their brand image. Couldn't Apple use a boost for their brand image? I mean, as an Apple user, I get so frustrated when I hear, yeah, you know what, we're not going to have the software updates to support your hardware anymore. So that's going to be toast uh, soon enough. That really bothers me. And I have a big problem with Apple products because of that. But once you're in the network and in their little universe, everything connects to each other. So it's handy. But brand image wise, I'm not very happy with them.
1: I think you're right. I, I, you know, I think Apple certainly has some dark sides to its brand image that you know, that are frustrating to end users, myself included, because I'm an Apple consumer as well. And I have exactly the same frustration. I really wish they would be better at supporting older devices. They seem to be getting more aggressive at cutting off older devices sooner than they used to. Um, but at the same time, I think Apple—you know—they probably have this giant spreadsheet somewhere where they they measure the brand value of you know giving away the iMessage uh, secret sauce versus how much money they can make off of all the other things that they sell and how. You know, we may be upset with them, but we're probably still going to buy Apple products going forward because we're locked into that ecosystem. We've we've already got an iPhone, a Mac and an iPad, and we're already subscribing to all their fitness services and Apple TV+. And it'd be really hard and really expensive for us and a real annoyance. If, uh, if we sort of bought something that was non-Apple and then had to transition off of it. So they know that. And they've probably done the bottom line analysis six ways from Sunday. And they're probably still going to come out of this a two plus trillion dollar company. They're not going to lose any revenue because of that.
0: Speaking of buying things, what do you know about Apple's new pay later system? What is is that like a layaway system? What what is that, it,
1: Carmi? It is. It's essentially a high tech layaway system. They announced it at uh, WWDC, the Worldwide Developers Conference, earlier this month. And basically, what it is is if you have an Apple, if you're using Apple Pay, um, or, or and you have an Apple Wallet on your phone, you're using your phone to manage your payments. It, you can. yeah, They will be adding. It's not available yet unless you're using beta. But they will be adding. It's called Apple Pay Later. It allows you to break payments up into four separate payments. So if you're going to buy something for a thousand dollars, let's say, instead of paying it all off right up front, you can divide it into four easy payments of two hundred and fifty dollars one per month. And it sounds really hmm. easy. And Apple wants it to sound really easy because, of course, everything about using your iPhone is supposed to be, you know, incredibly simple. But Truth of the matter is, is this is a financial instrument. It speaks to your credit score. They do look up your your credit history. Um, it will affect your your uh, your number. Um, and uh, if you miss a payment, it's unclear what happens when you do. So basically, Apple is shifting from being just a consumer products company to now kind of a quasi bank. But course, that wasn't part of the marketing message. And uh, if you think that it's as easy to use that as it is your Apple Watch fitness features, um, and then you get behind on your payments, you're going to have a a fairly rude surprise coming because they will be as aggressive, if not more so, as your bank is coming after their money.
0: All right. Well, that's something to keep in mind. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, Carmi, really appreciate your time.
1: Great being here, Kelly. Thank you.
0: Have a great day. All right, Carmi Levy is a tech expert and friend of the show, uh, gives us an update on tech stories here and there, and I thought those ones were interesting.